0: there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I am your host today, uh, reading from Revelation chapter 3, and this is episode 49.3, so that's kind of easy to remember, isn't it? I don't know. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, We are uh, in the beginning stages of uh, Revelation, and uh, I'm just always glad that you are, are alongside me while we're reading through this last chapter of the New Testament, and uh, we are almost going to be to the day that we started this a year ago, so kudos to everyone who uh, continued to read and uh, doing one chapter a day with us. So, you know, we're winding down, and then we will, you know, continue on into the Old Testament, So, but that's in, you know, a couple weeks. So, uh, Thank you. I always say that uh, for being a part of this. And uh, I will not delay. I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we'll dive right into chapter three. So let's pray. Holy and mighty God, we come to your throne so humbled and thankful, grateful for all that you do, all that you provide. You are the Alpha and the Omega, as it says in the first chapter, the beginning and the end. And we are thankful that you're in control of everything and that you have it all under control. You have a plan and we know that you're part of the, that. We know that we are part of your plan uh, as Christians and believers. So thank you for guiding and directing us uh, to reading your word every day. <clears throat> we also thank you mostly for the gift of your son Jesus Christ and the sacrifice on the cross. Uh, It's the blood he shed for our sins. He took our sins upon him so that we didn't have to. And there's nothing we can ever do to uh, receive that grace, that forgiveness, uh, that salvation that you give to us because of that. So thank you so much for loving us. And we love you and we are thankful. I thank you for all those that are out there uh, listening. I pray you will bring more and I pray that there will be more people uh, just diving into your word and and reading it and absorbing it and getting it into their, just carve it in our hearts and our minds, our souls, just, you know, help us to understand exactly what it is that you want us to understand. Uh, Lord, I pray blessings to all those who are out there, families, friends, uh, anyone out there who is in need of prayer, uh, who might be you know in the valley right now you know through trials and tribulations uh give them the courage to work through it and to lean on you and to uh, depend upon you because you will take care of it lord uh, we invite you into this time in your word reveal to us what it is that you want us to understand and help us to say the right words uh, to convey it lord take us where you want us to go Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus name. Amen. All right. Let's get into chapter three. Uh, I originally, I'm just going to, you know, disclosure, I was going back to my other Bible that I had all my notes in and uh, I was convicted today to not do that. You know, like uh, Jeremiah said, Friday, we are going to do what we've always done. We're going to read it. Highlight what pings on us and uh, bring that to your attention. Not that it means anything more or less. It's just things that just kind of jumped out at me. Uh, and then um, you know, do your research. That's you know, don't don't reply, don't rely upon me to do the research. Uh, I am I am just a vessel to read. Uh, God's word out loud into the world. And Jeremiah and I are both doing it together one day a week. Hopefully we'll be able to do that more. But uh, for right now, it's me four days a week. So do your research. You know, go back and read. uh, Like I was, I went back and looked real quick. Um, You know, back to the overview. uh, That gives you kind of a, a, a preview of what's going on. You know, it tells you about Revelation. It's written while John was in the island of Patmos. Um, it was written in uh, around 95 AD I don't know how old John was when he died I guess we can probably research that Uh, but you know this is all about you know this is the final chapter in, in the history of this world and God is doing a work you know this is what he does and it's in his time you know what it might be A thousand years for us might be a millisecond for him. I don't know, I don't know how it works, but you know, this is all in God's time. And again, Jesus said it back in, I think it was Matthew. You know, nobody knows what the day, the time, nobody knows the year. We have no idea when he is coming back and when all of this is gonna come to fruition. You know, people have been saying for years, years and years, oh, we're in the end times, we're in the end times. And right now, it really does look like it, you know, when I look it around and I see all the stuff that's going on, you know, yesterday we were reading about uh, uh, permitting the Jezebel to, to, you know, direct us towards sexual uh, immorality, you know, that's, I, I see that going on all the time, but it's been going on for years, you know, years and years and years. It was just hidden and tucked away, but with social media, with the you know, with TV, with their streaming, everything is going on, you know, it's more in your face. You see it more, uh, but there's always been uh, homosexuality. There's always been pedophiles. There's always been all of that, and I'm sorry if those are words that are offensive. They are, you know, they, they're very controversial words, and so uh, we, you know, as Christians, we have to stand by what God has written his book and the world of course doesn't agree with what we believe in so you know it is what it is you know we have to stand on the word of god that's what it comes down to so uh but anyway do your research you know that's what it comes down to is do your research and you know if you have something good to share with us, please feel free to. So, all right, I don't want to delay. We already prayed. <laughs> and I did do a little bit of highlighting. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, chapter three, this is episode 49.3. The message to the church in Sardis. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Sardis. This is the message from the one who has the sevenfold spirit of God and the seven stars. I know all the things you do and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Wake up, strengthen what little remains for even what is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. Go back to what you heard and, believe, and believed at first. Hold to it firmly, repent and turn to me again. If you don't wake up, I will come to you suddenly as unexpected as a thief. Yet there are some in the church in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes with evil. They will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. All who are victorious will be clothed in white. I will never erase their names from the book of life, but I will announce before my father and his angels that they are mine. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. This message to the church in Philadelphia. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. This is the message from the one who is holy and true. The one who has the key of David. What he opens, no one can close. And what he closes, no one can open. I know all the things you do. And I have opened a door for you that no one can close. You have little strength that you obeyed my word and did not deny me look i will force those who belong to satan's synagogue those liars who say they are jews but are not to come and bow down at your feet they will acknowledge that you are the ones i love because you have obeyed my command to persevere i will protect you from the great time of testing that will come upon the whole world to test those who belong to this world I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take away your crown. All who are victorious will become pillars in the temple of God, and they will never have to leave it. And I will write on them the name of my God, and they will be citizens in the city of my God. The new Jerusalem that comes down from heaven from my God, and I will also write on them my new name. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. The message to the church in Laodicea. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Laodicea. Laodicea. This is the message from the one who is the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's new creation. I know all the things you do that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. You say I am rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. Also, Buy white garments from me so you will not be ashamed by your nakedness, an ointment for your eyes so you will be able to see. I correct and discipline everyone I love, so be diligent and turn from your indifference. Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand that he is what he is saying to the churches. All right, starting with, um, I just highlighted the church in Sardis. Uh, Then it goes into, I know all these things you do. You have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Wake Wake up, strengthen what little remains. Your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. Go back to what you heard and believed at first, hold to it firmly. Repent and turn to me. If you don't wake up, I will come to you suddenly as unexpected as a thief. I wrote a little note, uh, go back to when you first believed. I think that's what he's trying to say here. You know, when you first got saved and you first accepted Jesus into your heart, that was your moment. And then all of a sudden you were on fire. You couldn't get enough of it You wanted to you know get involved and you wanted to learn more and be more uh, But then as time goes by and I I was complacent. I, I, I Was very much that person. I even worked in my church, but I was complacent um, You know, uh, I I wasn't learning I wasn't you know, I did I mean I went to Bible study and you know I sang in the choir but I wasn't, uh, I wasn't bold, you know, that was my problem. So um, I don't, I, I think that that's what this is trying to say. You, you got to go back to the roots of where you started from. Uh, yet there are some in the church in Sardis who have not sold their clothes with evil. They will walk with me in white for they are worthy. Um, I, I guess there are some people who have been solid Christians you know doing what God has wanted them to do and so I guess the, those are the people he's talking about I, I'm assuming uh, anyone and this is something I wanted to point out at the end of every letter he writes just about in different ways but he says anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is uh, saying to the churches I'm going to pause for a second because, uh, somebody's outside using a blower. So I'm sorry. Give me a minute. I'm You're not going to know it's a minute because you're just going to see a pause for a second. So just give me a second. Okay. Sorry about that. That was my landscapers out there with the blowers. It was annoying. So, okay. So uh, anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Uh, it's very important that, because obviously he's written it at the end of every... Um, letter to every church so he's saying you know if you got ears to hear you need to hear exactly what the spirit's trying to tell you so you know and and there's not anybody who's going to be uh excluded from hearing these messages from the holy spirit Uh, there's no exclusion god wants everybody uh in on it so uh then down into the message uh, to the Church of Philadelphia. You know, I'm sure I'm wrong on this. I just, when you hear Philadelphia, you think of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Is that America? I don't know, uh, I, I, I doubt it. I'm pretty sure it's probably not. Um, so I'm just gonna say that out loud. That's me and my lack of, oh, there it goes again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just gonna keep going. Just ignore the sound in the background. Uh, So I I don't know what Philadelphia is. I don't know what every church is. I mean, I think these are places in, well, if you go back to the beginning uh, with the overview, uh, it says that these are uh, speaking to the churches uh, in the first century, first century, where did I see it? I'm not exactly sure where I saw it, but I'll look it up and I'll tell you the next time. But it was from the first century, so A.D., so, which is where this was written. It says in the, uh, by 95 A.D. is what it was written, so that's the first century. Okay, I'm going on a rabbit trail here. Sorry, didn't mean to do that. Uh, so I underlined, uh, this is the message from the one who is holy and true, the one who has the key of David, uh, what he opens no one can close and what he uh, closes no one can open and that was from Isaiah 22:22. and then uh, I did put a little pencil around I know all the things you do and I have opened a door for you that no one can close you have little strength that you obeyed my word and did not deny me this is I to me you know Jesus, and it says it again later, you know, I knock at the door. But Jesus is at the door. He will not force himself on you. He will never force himself into your heart. He wants you to come of it freely. And I think he's saying, you know, I have opened a door for you that no one can close. Um, you know, nobody can close that door that he's opened except for you if you wanted to. But uh, why would you do that? Um, And he says it, you know, you you had little strength, but uh, you did not deny him. Uh, Look, I will force those who belong to Satan's synagogue, those liars, who say they are Jews but are not, they will acknowledge that you are the ones I love. Uh, Again, eventually, you know, I think it says, you know, every knee will bow, every tongue proclaim that Jesus is Lord. Eventually, it's going to be out there that everybody's going to realize it, uh, whether you realized it early enough on that you got raptured or it was post-rapture and you all of a sudden, not you, but those out there, uh, realized, oh, holy cow, I made a mistake. I should have listened to my mother. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she was right, right? <laughs> Those are the, I think that's what this is talking about. Uh, you know, there are people that are going to realize, uh, you know, and they're going to acknowledge that the Christian people who believe in Jesus Christ and that he is the Messiah and that he, he died on the cross for our sins, uh, they're going to realize it. It's going to be uh, very evident. Uh, uh, because you have obeyed my command to persevere, I will protect you from the great time of testing that will come upon the whole world to test those who belong to this world. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take away your crown. All who are victorious will become pillars in the temple of my God, and they will never have to leave it. And I will write on them the name of my God, and they will be citizens in the city of my God, the new Jerusalem. Uh, I. This to me is, Jesus is going to come, riding on a cloud, uh, in. Just like that, in a blink of an eye, in, how, in a second, there's going to be a huge uh, depletion of the world's population. And that is the moment when Jesus takes all of the believers uh, to heaven. I mean, there's going to be that moment. And you don't have to do anything except believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and accept him into your heart. That's it. That's all you have to do. Uh, you, you know, I think that that's what this is about. I will protect you from the great time of testing that will come upon the whole world. That's the last seven years. That's the tribulation. You know, that's when he's, you know, doing all this stuff. And you're going to read about it coming up in the next several chapters. But there's going to be, you know, all sorts of stuff and pestilence and well, whatever. Uh, um, anyone who, again, he says it again, uh, anyone who hears... Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. I highlighted it every time that he said it. Um, And then this is the message to the church in Laodicea. Uh, I know all the things that you do, that you are neither hot or cold. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Um, He doesn't want just lukewarm water christians he wants people on fire spreading the word and getting it out there uh and you know if people are offended by your message i mean you don't want to shove it down their throats again i'm going to read it again but you want to be um you know this is what i believe this is what's in the bible this is the book uh of the the god of israel this is the book of the god of israel of moses and isaac and abraham this is this is the this is the big one and you know when you start if you're convicted with what you believe in and you can you know hopefully get people saved because you certainly don't want to see not see people in heaven because they didn't uh accept Jesus so Jesus is all about love though you're not it's not about force or You know, making people do it, it's just—it's about love. And, uh, you know, that's all we can do is just be the love of Jesus. That's all we can do uh, as best as we can as humans. I'm not always that good at it, so just to say. Um, I didn't highlight anything until 19. I correct and discipline everyone I love. So be diligent and turn from your indifference. Uh, You know, you can't be you know wishy-washy you can't be you know riding on the fence you got to choose a side basically and you want to choose the side of jesus because that's that's the right way to go and uh, then again like i said uh, chapter uh, verse 20 sorry look i stand at the door and knock if you hear my voice and open the door i will come in and we will share a meal together as friends you know I believe, and you know, I haven't written down my testimony yet, but you know, there is a point where they, God knows the moment you're ready to hear it, you know, and and uh, and you know, there were several. My I, I didn't have. I think I've said this before. I didn't have, you know, that, you know, Charlton Heston God. Voice from the Ten Commandments talking to me. I didn't hear that. I didn't. It, my my salvation came. It took a, a a week of of things happening to me before I realized what was going on. And it was uh, literally a battle over my soul. Uh, and I and I knew it. I knew there was something going on bigger than me. And I can't explain it, but I know it happened. It wasn't in my imagination. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't just happenstance. It was real and it really happened to me so you know i I need to write it down so that i can post it to our website so everybody understands that that's what happened to me everybody's salvation comes in a different you know package uh, because it's it's tailored just to you because jesus knows you jesus knows who you are and he knows exactly uh, how to present himself to you at the right moment Uh, and you know i was 33. When I got saved. So, you know, it, it is what it is. You, uh, you, you know, you accept him and and then, you know, he, he's not going to force himself on you. He's going to open up the door or knock on the door. And if you hear his voice, you know, he'll be happy to come in, open the door, let him in. That's all he's asking. But he's not going to like knock down the door. He's not going to, you know, he's, he's just not going to do that. That's not Jesus. And again, anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand that He, what He is saying to the churches. That's it. That's all there is to it. Oh, this went really long. I'm really sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> with that said, that's all for today, Chapter 3. Um, I guess I got a little bit on my bandwagon there for a minute. I'm sorry. But I just want to make sure that, you know, if you're hearing this message, if you're hearing... Uh, me giving you the invitation to accept Jesus into your heart, then, you know, maybe this is is the Charlton Heston voice. It's not mine. But it's, you know, God speaks through people, you know, as far as I'm concerned. He speaks through friends, family, you know. uh, I've said it before. He spoke through a donkey. He used a donkey, you know. So this is where we're at. You know, God's going to give you uh, the he's going to knock on your door and you know, like three's company. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's an old reference. Sorry. Uh, so with that said, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say the prayer for you, with you, not for you, but with you. Um, if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and savior, then this is your moment in time to do that. This is Jesus knocking on your door. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, but let's say the prayer and, uh, And hopefully there are people out there getting saved. That's not because of me, but because of Jesus, because of what God is putting on your heart. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the very first time in your whole life, congratulations. And you are now an adopted son or daughter of Jesus. I mean, it's amazing what God will be doing through you now that you have accepted him. Uh, Open your hearts, open your ears, just like it said today. Open your ears. Anyone with ears to hear... Uh, to hear what the message of the Holy Spirit's telling you to do, go do it. Uh, we encourage you to find a church, find a pastor, somebody who can, who is seasoned uh, and can help you. Maybe you're coming back to the church. Maybe you said the uh, prayer as a child and uh, you went down a wrong path. You know what? It's okay. Get back on the saddle and start riding again. So... Um, You know, we're just happy that we're a part of that. If you got saved today, please email me at uh, Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org or Jeremiah if you're more comfortable writing to a a man. Uh, Doesn't offend me in any way. But uh, let us know. We want to hear from you. We want to hear what it is that's going on with you. And, uh, you know, I I try to pray. There's uh, a couple of people who have emailed me. And asked me to pray for them, and uh, I'm I'm happy to do that. So um, that's it for today. Uh, I'm just glad that you were able to be on board here today, listening, reading, absorbing. I hope that uh, I hope that this is an enlightening uh, book for you to be reading with me. But uh, I don't know what time it is of day that you're able to uh, do this, but uh, morning, noon, or night, I have no idea. But I'm just glad that you were here and you were able to do it. So God bless you. Have a great day. And I will see you tomorrow for Chapter 4. Bye.